0: Recorded live on the show floor at DTC in Boston. It's the MM&M Podcast in partnership with Dot Dash Meredith Health. On today's episode, we're providing answers to people who are asking questions, usually via search, and helping them solve a specific challenge that they're facing every every single
1: day. Here's your host, Steve Madden. Hi, everybody. I'm Steve Madden, general manager of MMM. I want to ask you a question. How often have you thought about the decisions that people have to make every single day of their lives? I mean, think about it. What to eat, how to make it, where to get it, where to live, how to make a nice home, how to make a living, how to save enough money for the future, how to raise your kids, how to deal with stress, how to deal with people who might cause that stress. Even things like where to go on vacation and how to choose the best refrigerator. The list goes on and on. And of course, it extends to their health because everything does, right? Every day, consumers are faced with questions about how to manage a health condition, be it chronic or acute, and they're also dealing with how to get those conditions diagnosed. Health educators that includes publishers, pharmaceutical companies, and physicians do a pretty good job of trying to help people find the best ways to understand and manage their conditions. The good news is that this helps. The bad news is that it's not yet enough, and we need to think about how to widen the aperture in terms of how we support people. There's a huge opportunity to better understand the everyday life problems that condition-specific audiences face. And how to give them additional solutions to give them more control of their lives. Here with me today to talk about this is Craig Haynes, the Chief Revenue Officer at Dot Dash Meredith Health. Craig, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Steve. Glad you're here. How's the show going for you so far?
0: It's been great. We've been here since yesterday. We've seen a bunch of sessions, a lot of pharmaceutical marketers, some agency people, and the dialogues have been really good so far.
1: And now you were just on a, a, a panel talking about content, which is, makes perfect sense because since Dot Dash bought Meredith, you're now the largest publisher in the United States, which is which is really saying something. And as a result, you've got this tremendous network of content, which means that you've got a tremendous audience which comes with um, a lot of data, I'm sure. So my question for you is, how are you taking advantage of that to address the issues that we just faced? How are you going to help people make decisions? Um, I mean, it sounds like from the titles that you guys have, you already help them make decisions about all kinds of other stuff, where to live, how to make money, but how are you going to help, how are you going to use this data and this network to help people make decisions about healthcare?
0: It's a great question, and we're just now getting around to trying to tell people exactly what the plan is. You know, Dot Dash, we like to say, was the little engine that could. We had a lot of brands that had large search audiences, but they weren't household names. When you add Meredith to the organization, you have brands like Better Homes and Gardens and people, household names. Our goal, especially in the area of health, is to be able to leverage those tremendous brands to help us change the way that pharmaceutical marketers, healthcare companies can speak to and reach their audiences. As of now, we create data partnerships that allow us to understand where those audiences reside across our entire portfolio of sites. So, for example, if you're thinking about stress, anxiety, um, or multiple sclerosis, let's just pick a condition, we have an intimate understanding of where people with multiple sclerosis reside across our entire portfolio. So we can leverage that information to create what we call a psychographic profile to have a better, deeper understanding of what are the areas of interest for those types of people. So we're now just starting to look at uh, people beyond the condition. And pharmaceutical marketers always think about the condition-based journey We're now expanding that out to consider the human journey. Understand exactly the things that you said at the beginning of the introduction. People make decisions every single day that are related to or not related to health. So how do we take the information that they're consuming every single day and create an opportunity to better understand what those target audiences look like? What are they interested in? What are they thinking about? Because even a conditioned sufferer doesn't think all day long every single day about their condition so we want to help brands create better opportunities to create a deeper connection with their audiences and leveraging those opportunities is how we plan to do it
1: so we you know there's a lot of talk in this space about um, about the patients uh, and the patient journey and one thing that is emerging is that you know people are not they don't want to be defined by their uh, by their condition it's like I have MS, but that's not all I am. I'm MS is not the sum of me. Uh, and it sounds like this this data that you're you're able to harvest and the um how would I the interaction points that you have really helps you define that, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Our mission is similar to the organizations that we work with, which is to provide education for people to take an action towards their health. So you know, the synthesis of all this information just helps us to put together more comprehensive ways in which we can reach target audiences in different portions of that journey. Uh, and you know, third-party data partnerships are, are really necessary you know, because it creates insight. So everything we do is really created an insight machine. We are in the business of creating content for people that have a question about their life. We have brands like VeryWellHealth and Health.com that answer those questions specific to their health. And then brands, many brands, over 50 brands, that answer questions about other aspects of their life. So we write evergreen editorial content every single day, and just by the sake of that content being written, it tells us something about our audience. So we know a lot about them. And then if you add the supplement of other data types, it allows us to take an even more comprehensive view to understand areas of interest across a full ecosystem of information. So it, it helps us better make content recommendations for brands that are looking to have an intimate conversation with their target audience about anything. And we're just leveraging it for our health brands.
1: So you have, the, you have that insight, right? Yes. What does that mean for an advertiser or a marketer? What can they expect from Dot Dash Meredith? Um, when, they, when they approach you about a campaign? Traditionally,
0: pharma brands think about digital strategies in two separate silos. They think about an endemic strategy where you're making a contextual connection, providing information for somebody that's in that sort of bullseye area. So an MS patient comes to very well looking for information on MS symptoms, drug interactions, options for treatment, how to live a better, healthier life every single day as a conditioned sufferer. So that provides contextual information and pharmaceutical marketers are very interested in that because it drives a high audience quality. But they also look separately at creating lifestyle strategies. How do we reach our audience in other places when health isn't top of mind? We also want to have a conversation with them there. So the synthesis all this means, for, for us means we're looking to do both. And we're saying, forget about having exclusive strategies. We have the ability, leveraging all this information and insight, to do a comprehensive, integrated campaign on behalf of your brand. We can tell you what kind of content works, where it works, and we can increase the likelihood that your branded partnership with us will increase the likelihood that they'll take an action towards their health.
1: Can you give me a specific example?
0: Sure. We obviously create options for all of our clients that are endemically driven. It would be silly not to. Generally speaking, in pharma, they always look at every campaign through the lens of KPIs, driving high audience quality and doing it efficiently. And this has really been the way that the digital world has been measured for a long time. Um, So we can do that, but now we would make a recommendation, for example. Take a diabetes audience. Yes, we can put a campaign together that's going to serve content to diabetics that are very interested in the ver- portion of their life that's related to diabetes. But now we see they're indexing high on red carpet content on people. <laughs> so it, it's
1: it's interesting to think about. How do you it. find that? I mean, I, I, you know, I'm sure the internet pixies can can figure that out. But is there a simple explanation for how you know that? Sure.
0: We well obviously there's a tremendous amount of analysis that goes into search. Who are the people that come? Uh, even Google Analytics kind of information helps us know that. But we created a third-party data partnership that allows us to understand at every URL where condition-based audiences reside. So that just tells us, for example, if I looked at a red carpet content piece of content and an article in People Magazine, we would know if diabetics are indexing high there, in a very private and compliant way. But it gives us indexes to help us understand what are other sources of content that we can use to reach the target audience that our pharmaceutical clients are trying to reach. So it creates a more comprehensive, integrated campaign where you're reaching people in multiple points of the journey. The condition-based journey is relevant, and it always should be, but the human journey is where we believe those brands are going to be able to make a more intimate deeper connection with
1: their audiences. How many dot-meredith brands are we talking about here?
0: Our owned and operated brands reside over 50 brands total.
1: And as I said at the top, it sort of it's spread out across the, the field of human endeavor, really? All areas of interest. We have a beauty vertical. We have our health
0: vertical, obviously. There's a finance vertical with brands like Investopedia. We have a brand called Birdie, which resides in the beauty space. We have lifestyle brands like Better Homes and Gardens. So it really spans many, many areas of interest that any human would have. And the legacy Meredith brands have had a tremendous heritage, some of them a hundred years strong and are very recognizable. So now we have the ability to leverage those brands on behalf of what we have always done, which is intent-driven audiences looking for information on the web, generally that came to us through search, but to brands that weren't as recognizable. Now we create that same ability to reach them via search in brands that are extremely recognizable and are really household names
1: and you're already able to to locate some of these audiences I think because um, because you do such good service journalism um, so people are you know people are coming to you for answers anyway
0: the The sort of rallying cry amongst dot-meredith has always been we create the best content on the web. And that is an insight-driven process as well. We obviously monitor what people are searching for, the kinds of questions that they're asking, and we write content to answer those very specific questions. And we also measure engagement on every article that we write, and we look to continue to maximize that engagement based upon their behavior. So every website in the .dashmardith portfolio has gone through the same process. They're websites that work. They're fast. We always say there's a clean, respectful ad experience because we don't add too many ads to the site because we want users engaged on the information in which they're searching for, um, and they all function the same way. So from that perspective, that legacy sort of DNA uh, in our history, has stayed strong. And when the Dot Dash Meredith portfolio came together, we took every single Meredith site and replatformed them the same way, and they function the same way that the legacy Dot Dash sites function. So um, it's provided for us a tremendous opportunity to leverage every single site that functions at a high level across our owned and operated portfolio.
1: I love the example you gave about diabetic patients and red carpet content. Uh, do you have another insight like that?
0: There's a lot. Uh, I would say there is a constant churning insight machine. Um, I would say we have used many throughout the years. It's becoming more and more comprehensive. So it's, it's a process of self-discovery. We recently have made recommendations for a brand that's also in the cardiovascular space, uh, slightly different, but generally speaking, we see sort of signals from across our entire portfolio. And we can see people, condition-based people, indexing at a high level in, in many places that you wouldn't expect. So the diabetes one is obvious. You're taking a huge community of people, a massive community of people, and picking something that we're slightly all interested in, which is entertainment. But we see a lot of people indexing at high levels in terms of home design, retirement planning, So, some of those signals demonstrate to us a more comprehensive sort of source of information to better understand outside of the condition, the human journey. And we're applying that to every recommendation that we can make for clients.
1: And you're also getting people, um, when they're in perhaps a slightly different frame of mind too, when they're, uh, when they're enjoying content that's about, you know, an interest or a passion. It's not like, you know, oh, I've got to go, you know, look up information about my, my condition. Um, I think it's kind of a, an axiom of publishing that m- when you get people, uh, when you get a message to people, when they're a little more relaxed, maybe leaning backward a little bit more than leaning forward, the message can be received in a different, more positive way.
0: This goes into the world of lifestyle marketing and ensuring that you are still reaching the right target audience and driving an audience quality that indexes high. At the end of the day, if this doesn't work for farm clients, they're not going to be interested in it long term, right? That's why we use the data. But absolutely, it, it provides us with more purview into what are people thinking about when they're not only thinking about their condition. Right. And it does create we believe, and there's data to support it, that it is a more intimate engagement for the brands. Pharmaceutical brands are looking to make a deeper connection, and there's always been a healthy level of skepticism associated with that. So they're looking for different channels, different content formats, different, really different places to make those connections, and, and we've really just provided
1: the avenue to that. With these 50 brands um, that you have, 50 plus brands that you have in the portfolio, it would suggest a certain mindset on the part of the user, right? How do you take advantage of that mindset when people are coming to you? What do, what do you do uh, to take advantage of the fact that they're coming to you looking for answers?
0: Sure. You know, the end of your question is sort of the secret of what we do. We're providing answers to people who are asking questions, usually via search, and helping them solve a specific challenge that they're facing every single day. So we talk about People Entertainment Weekly. People might have a mindset of escapism there. You know, you're thinking better homes and gardens. There's a home challenge or a decorating idea that they're looking for. So each one of our brands certainly creates an audience for which we can provide access to that are thinking different unique things, asking different questions, and we're providing information that's helpful to them. And when we talk about the best content on the web, we like to think that our content provides them a seamless response to something that they're experiencing in their life at that moment. And that is a moment of need, and we are the solution for that. And that's a powerful moment where we make a connection with all of our audiences. What that provides for us in health is an advantageous moment for all of the brands that we're partnering with. And we like to think that we handle very delicately that relationship with all of our audiences by providing them really good content. And that's how we leverage it. So mindset's critical to us, and we understand and we translate and articulate to our clients. Mindset is key, and we want to be able and we can now reach your target audiences in a unique frame of mind with a different mindset, and there is a reason to be there in that moment in all of these different places.
1: And it always starts with the content, because content is what attracts audience. Exactly right. We create a
0: good content experience. A good content experience that we have documented results suggest we will increase the likelihood that we can get them to take an action towards their health.
1: So uh, it's kind of early days. I know that uh, that it's only been, what, like 18 months since, uh, since the merger. Where do you see all this going? That's a good question.
0: Uh, I-, I think... What we're seeing from some of the top partners in the world of pharmaceuticals is they're looking to change the way content is created and reach their audiences in different places. They they understand that it's been a traditionally T V promoted industry. They spent a tremendous S- amount Sunday. of money on TV.
1: Yeah, Sunday from two PM to nine PM in the fall. Exactly. Right. All you exactly. have to do eleven PM. All you have to do is watch C B S. So they're They're testing
0: and learning, and obviously their commitment to digital is growing, and their commitment to reaching their audiences in different channels is growing and is firm. So where it's going is they're trying to create better, deeper connections to their brands, and they need different formats in order to do that. And they have to maximize their impact on all channels, whether it's editorial content that we can create, whether it's social, it can be audio. They need surround sound plans that have a specific message to their audience in different formats. And and that's what we're helping them do. We can't do everything for them. We are just in the publishing space. One of the most comprehensive resources for editorial type content Uh, that they can leverage. And we also do native content for them on their behalf as well, but we take the same learnings from our editorial team and apply it to any native content that we'd make on their behalf. But I think the direction that it's going long-term is to be more customized The challenge in the pharmaceutical marketplace is the regulatory nature and the ability to do it in real time, given that the approval process can be really cumbersome. So, we are looking to partner with organizations that are trying to change that dynamic to be more fluid. Uh, It's going to take some time. I think in some ways we've arrived before that ability exists, but we have organizations that are really trying to push the envelope and change the entire process in order to create more
1: content in real time that's customized. Better to be there first, I would think. We think it's always better to be there first. Absolutely. Um, Craig, this has been a really interesting talk. Uh, I, think it's, uh, I think what you're describing actually shows... The promise of a couple of things. One is the decision um, by Dot Dash to, to buy Meredith, uh, but also shows the promise of digital publishing. So it's been really interesting. It's top of mind. Um, I wish we had time to, to talk about AI and how that figures into all of this, but maybe you'll come back um, and we can talk about that. My guest on the MMM podcast has been Craig Haynes, Chief Revenue Officer for Health for Dot Dash Meredith. Craig, thanks very much. This is a great talk. I really appreciate you coming by. Thank you for having me.